The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Peace, family. I'm 19 Keys, and we're here for another high-level conversation. Today's going to be a little different. I'm taking a page directly from my own childhood and how I was trained, how I was able to take some of the domain of my own mind to transform those thoughts and produce myself as 19 Keys. One of those things that I went through was FOI class. This was a training of men where they would sit around into a council, and then we would teach and we would learn from each other. As we sit in the council, we get access to knowledge, information that we normally could not receive on our own. But it also allows us the power of having this collective harmony of thought, speaking the vision into reality and each person playing a part to bring that into reality. Time begins when motion starts. If there's no movement, then there's no time. So not only am I going to demonstrate here with my brothers, my fathers, my business partners, and my friends, that we were all introduced throughout this cipher, you can also learn how you can sit in a cipher just like this at home or with your family or amongst those who you wish to build with so you can tap in and bring one thought into reality. I'm 19 Keys. I hope y'all enjoy this Black Guy Cipher. I appreciate my pops for teaching me how to be a guy. From a boy to a man and ultimately back into the natural state of being into a guy. As guys, we're supposed to always move with that higher self. And I have to be able to execute it. Having knowledge is not power. The execution of knowledge is power. Knowledge makes a man unfit to be a slave. Because the only real knowledge you can get is knowledge of self. cipher especially when you're dealing with the gods and we come together it starts off at a zero honorable Elijah Muhammad talks about how when you start off with a zero read the way that you multiply is you take that one if you put it on this side you have a value of one take that same zero put it on this side you have a value of ten 
from there you can multiply more ciphers. It's the same in a cipher with the gods. We start off with a zero and then we add knowledge. And from that knowledge as we build, we create the universe. The universe is all mathematical. From a subatomic level, every property that they describe is just mathematics and mathematical portions. If we didn't speak none of the same languages, but we all knew mathematics, we can describe the universe as a mathematical language. So when we speak, we speak from logic, we speak from reasoning because we're speaking with purpose. And purpose has to always be lined up with logic. Everything in the universe was created with logic, right? There's nothing that God created that doesn't have a purpose. So therefore, consciousness, motion, since the beginning of time from when there was just a zero and motion started, there was a logic, a ration, and a purpose to all movements. So if anybody wants to speak and act in accordance to truth, then they must speak a mathematical language. But one thing that I want us to understand when we speak is we speak with our ego in this eco. The way you get that is through an understanding. See, the 19 keys is not about me being the one, it is about the ones, because we are all ones in the universe. There may be one here, but there's only one through nine that exists. Those are the only numbers that exist, period. So you have one, then you have one, two. Those just two ones. One, two, three. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's all of us. We all ones. There's no difference. There's no separation. This is key because if you remember that we are all ones, then there's room for all of us. But they make it seem like there's no space and we start fighting each other. You understand me? Like we all can't be the ones. So when we in the cipher of the gods, we keep that present so that we remember, you understand me, that every one of these, they may not be equal in degree, but they were made with the same ability and potential and how they can produce. But it's up to those ones on what they put behind them. So if they don't put a cipher or that zero or that value in which they produce, then that's the measurement of their value. But when I look around in society today, everybody is trying to be the one. Or no, you number two. Well, number two is just two ones. We all made up of the same substance. So today I wanna to talk about, I wanna first talk about the domain of the mind. And in the domain of the mind specifically, I want to talk about creation. You know, I was studying, getting ready for, I spoke at Revolt, and I was getting ready and thinking about how we are the fathers of time, of warfare, of arts, of science, of music, of medicine, of astronomy, but where does the thought start so that like a people like the Dogon that know how to chart the stars before there were telescopes, how do you start from a thought? And then you take that thought and the mathematics is called transform. So 
you take a signal and without it having so much data loss, you are able to produce that into reality. That same signal that's in your head, you turn that into a frequency that people can see in real life, right? Because it's all just us interpreting mathematical thought and language, but it requires us to have original thought because an extrovert or an introvert can just simply be described as someone who doesn't need to be stimulated by any outside influence. They can be in their own presence, listening to their original thought. And in order to have concentrated thinking, you have to have this solo, this ability to hear yourself. But we live in a world of noise. So the black man today doesn't have the same ability because you're constantly busy. Because we don't have the ability to control our time. And I want to start with my pops, and I want to pose this question to you. How does the black and the brown man begin to take thoughts the way our ancestors did from the universe that were original and bring them into existence where he can begin to build from his mind? Well, that question really can be answered in a few ways. But to me, just my guessing, whenever nothing but matter, the thought of a law and electricity, as I was kind of cover this tonight in my podcast. Well, Allah was just a thought to himself. But Allah, the creator, even before he came Allah, had to have a vision. There was nothing but triple darkness. No sun, no moon, no stars, no life, no water, no trees, no insects, no animals, no atmosphere, no air, no sun, nothing. But they say Allah was able to spin the atoms even before there was a universe and sparked the atoms of light and was able to move matter with thought. And you have to really think about this. We, the original man, we have a blueprint that we can create from right now because we can see everything. But this is, represents our great ability to bring in assistance, that's which we can think and bring from the mind and bring it into a reality. Because once upon a time, we were beings. And what I mean by that, we didn't exist, according to the teaching of the most honorable humble Elijah Muhammad. 
And it all goes back to that tribe of Shabazz. The first human beings come from that holy tribe of Shabazz, where he was able to manifest himself into the physical matter, bring himself into a human being. The first human beings come from that created nation, the tribe of Shabazz, where it was nothing but a thought, period. So Allah, the creator, had to think about this. If I manifest myself into matter, what would it look like? How can I live in the physical? Period. Do I need blood? Do I need water? What would be the soul of myself in the physical form? Understand what I'm saying? According to the teachings, Honorable Elijah Muhammad said the soul of a human being is the breath of life. This is heavy because this represents how powerful of a beings that we are. A being is one that is. You exist, and that goes back to the unseen. We exist on different levels. We exist in the form of matter, but matter can be shaped through thought. If we were at our original state of being, if I had the knowledge that was taken from us, I could move that board with my mind mm. right now. According to the teaching of Muhammad, Muhammad Elias Muhammad, he said this. Remember, there was no sun in our universe at all. It was just triple darkness. So how did Allah come up with the thought of producing light? When he made a big ball of fire in our universe, Adam Elijah Muhammad said, uh, these things would develop in stages of six trillion years in three different stages. And this goes back to the mind that we all possess that we don't even know how to use because it goes back to who our teacher was, who taught us, who rocked us all the way to sleep. Just that little bit right there really tells us how powerful of beings that we are. Thoughts are things, as they say. Man on this planet is the most powerful thinker in our universe because what we think goes out into the atmosphere, what we call the ethers. That's where all the knowledge has been hidden in the ethers. Mm. All thoughts. Elijah Muhammad said, 
that the sky appears to be blue, but that is the atmosphere of the ethers that exists around us. All the knowledge that's been hidden from the devil is in what we call the ethers. All knowledge exists right there. And the only reason that we don't have this knowledge available to us, and I'm gonna make this short because there's a lot more to that, is that, see, we rebelled once we brought ourselves into existence as a human being. And I'm trying to figure out a way to really cut it short because I could go on along with this, but we don't have that type of time. Those are things, brother. And we have such a powerful, creative mind that we have to unlock it, but we have to get ourselves back right in order to receive this type of knowledge, this type of power. We have to learn to submit to that true and living God that used to live and walked amongst us even amongst the tribe of Shabbats, we became disobedient. We got hung up on things. We got hung up on power. And Allah took all of that away from us. That's why he disappeared amongst the human family, period. And he's here right now. Black man is God, but we have we have fallen so low. We had to be put to sleep because we came a danger to the whole human family. We tried to blow up the whole doggone planet. That's why the moon sits 36,000 miles away from the planet right now. And I'm going to just cut that short because it's a lot goes into this. That, that one question that uh, 19 Keys asked. But I'm going to just leave it like that right now. So from what you spoke, it opens up the doors for a lot of people to interpret, right? On the map, you got a key, right? And that key lets you know what everything means. Right, and so one of the things you spoke about was the tribe of Shabazz. The tribe of Shabazz was taught to us through the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad as a people that were in Africa. You understand me? And those people, in short, were the people that had been taken from the motherland, but also some of those people, a very powerful people, were some of the disobedient tribe. You understand me? That we're in the wilderness and we're in the jungle, which caused a hair and the features to develop in a certain function, in a certain manner. And for those who wish to study more into that, they can study what is the tribe of Shabazz. But for the point of this particular conversation, I want to stay on the domain of the mind. Because... The domain of the mind is what I want people to have the ability to start using. Because once we implant the vision and you ask everybody around here what their vision is, the question is how do you bring it into reality? Now, it also has to qualify what is man. 
And I was taught that man equals mind. Because somebody said, well, how can you call yourself God? Well, I can prove it. Because I can take things that is inside my head, inside my mind, and I can bring them into reality. And is that not a characteristic and or an act of God or Godhood? Never said I originated and created the stars and I birthed you and brought you into reality. But if that is my father and I am his son, then am I not a reflection of my father? So I want to also ask you all because there's things called the manosphere, the red pill, the incel. There's all of these things where young males today are trying to figure out how to fully become formed and to develop their minds today. You know, we start off as small little particles. We start off as just a thought. And as a thought, we're just a frequency. You understand me? Matter of fact, we're just a signal transformed into a frequency, produced into a little sperm, swimming to an egg. We get a little spine, we start to gray our heart, our limbs, we get a body, and that development prepares us for the reality that we're in today. And we start off as masters of the universe. And then we have to become students of the world. As a master of the universe, we deal with time as now and next. That's how a baby thinks of time, now and next. A baby doesn't know rules because rules are created by man to establish order based on authority and power, how he wants his civilization, right, and or society to be done. So the younger generation is always the shifters in the paradigm, right, because they're always going to fight against the order because it's not a natural order, right? So the child is going to ask why. Why do we have to do this? Why do we have to do this? And society labels that as rebellious. So then society goes and indoctrinates to castrate the rebellious spark so that you can now be a productive citizen so you, your mind has to be molded and shaped into the shape of whatever society is so that you can fit. So now you're no longer a master of the universe where your imagination and your vision is always working. Your creativity is always questioning things. You're always asking why, but the why is the power of pure reason and logic, right? And so once we start to lose that ability of creativity and creative capacity, then we always have to ask somebody, how do you use things? How is this done? Giving them the opportunity to enslave you with their ways. Even school and teaching robs us of our ability to become creative learners because they teach you how to become technical thinkers. Do things as they are. But a child has this ability to only think of things as being it is. And being it is is this word where we are thinking of time in the now at all times. Oh, man, this future going to be mine. Tomorrow going to be mine. I'm up next. You understand me? Uh, this is my year. This is my month. This is my second. That's not what God created. He didn't create the calendar. That was the Pope. Put us in seconds and minutes and hours and days and years and decades and centuries. And they did that because they wanted to establish rulership over time. So instead of I'm just taking territory and look, this, 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 
this state is mine, this country is mine. No, this time is mine. I need everybody, forget Ethiopian, they, they go off a 13-month calendar They adds into the cycle of the woman that deals with the cosmic balance of the universe between masculine and the feminine divine. That's not their time. Their time is only based on white patriarchal intellect. So growing up as a black man in America, when we look around and it doesn't look like it's our time, which means that these are not the moves that we made. This doesn't represent our consciousness. This don't represent our emotion. This doesn't represent our intellect. Now, we feel like boys because nothing around us we've managed to produce. So, this generation is now trying to figure out how do I become the man, right? And the man, and I'm opening it up, the man is the one who controls the time and the language and the institutions and the power, right? So if you tell me to be a man and I look around and say, well, damn, the man rules this. How can I be a man if I can't be the man? And the black man wants to be the man. The brown man wants to be the man. Mm. The white man walks around like he is the man specifically because when he look around, he say, well, I own this all. You go over every structural rule and institution that I created. Why are you mad at me? So now we say, you know what? We're not angry. Thank you. Hindsight is 2020, and I see it very clear. You gave me a vision on how I can create my own world because we are now dealing with the end of times, the end of someone else's mind, motion, and intellect ruling over us. So I want to hear from each one of you all first. What, and if we can all answer differently because it's a cipher so one person adds one thing then the next person adds something different what is that one thing that you would say means to be a man peace family the block represents the blockchain it's new technology that allows us to create a completely new world to upend the existing systems and create our own structures our parents had that opportunity, our grandparents had that opportunity. No other generation had that opportunity since the Constitution was created, since the banking system was created, since the education and the media systems was created. But our generation have that opportunity that if we learn and we educate ourselves, we can create the world that best fits us in our image, to where you can take the bottom and you can rise them to the top. Then the world is a representation of your knowledge, your ideas, the things that you know, those concepts, that define your belief system, how you see, perceive, live, sense, and feel about the world. And order is the first law of the universe because nothing can be done without order. We want to help you get the knowledge, get the technology, and get the community within your life so that you can have a foundation to be able to build on so that your family has a last name that is worth something. I'm 19 Keys. Make sure y'all tap into the block world order. One thing that is highly important in terms of a man that is in control full spectrum of his consciousness is his connection. 
one to Allah, which is also the relationship to his woman. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad states that 75% of the work for the man is with his woman. You can always tell the level of a man's thinking by, by how he treats his woman, how she is taken care of, how well she is represented in the environment, how is her spirit, how she speaks of her man. When a man is able to put his woman in the correct position that she is supposed to be in by Allah's permission and by Allah's grace, then that man's mind is working. That man's mind is cohesive. That man's mind is powerful. That man's mind is strong. Because the number one thing that men seem to never get is the ability to lead a woman. So when a man is able to lead his woman with a lot first, then that man is a man. Alhamdulillah. So before you answer, because that was a beautiful statement, the way you did it, boy, that was poetic. You was waxing poetic on that one, man. <laughs> um, like I said, the key, Allah means God. We reach people all around the world, different language, backgrounds, belief, faith, spiritual disposition, to make language plain so that everybody can have a level of understanding when you speak because in society we have what's said, which is the logic, and then we have the tone, the way things are described, which is the feeling. This society is a society based on feeling. So we're dealing with the mind because people are so into their feelings that when they hear words that they can either have uh, repulsion or they can have attraction, right? Because of your programming, not because that word did anything to you. You understand me? So instead of us being a people that's mathematical based on definition, it's about connotation. How do I feel about it? versus what it actually means. So when you come into this cipher, you don't bring in your, 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 your indoctrination, your feelings, your beliefs. You bring in a mind that is open to listen to the mathematics because there's no numbers that have any feeling. The holidays always find a way to bring family together, whether it's watching the game, baking cookies, holiday shopping, wrapping presents, or gathering around to listen to our favorite holiday music. It's all made more magical with an ice-cold Coke. Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together. The office holiday party, your first time having dinner with the in-laws, or that small reunion because everyone's back in town for the holidays. Nothing says welcome home like Coca-Cola. Enjoy the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice-cold Coke. Except to a poor man when you put a dollar sign in front of a number. He's going to base it based upon whether he can afford it. And it's either going to repulse him or it's going to attract him or it's going to do nothing because he has power over it. Your goal is to rise above emotion because most of your programming makes you emotional to knowledge. And here, 
we're trying to void that so you can get into the thinking of God, which is reason, which is logic, which is rationality. So my brother, I just wanted to put that out there before you move forward. All right, so the question being, what is man, what is mind? Yeah. And how do we efficiently embody that? And my belief system is that a man is somebody who has, who truly embodies a spiritual universal principle uh, called the law of correspondence. As above, so below, as within, so without. Um, we are essentially spiritual beings, right? And the mind is a physical manifestation, is a manifestation of that spirit. And our job as men is to embody the same principles as our Father, or Allah, main spirit, whatever you want to call it, to your point earlier. And what was laid out before us by our Father was the creation of the world around us, right? It started with, as Pop said earlier, you know, thought. And that thought through action became our reality. So our purpose and our mission as men is to create the reality around ourselves that those that are in our care or in our domain are able to flourish, are able to uh, succeed, are able to replicate in their own way, in their own right. And so our job is to you know, replicate that spirituality, is to tap into our spirituality in such that the universal knowledge that we all can tap into, that we all do tap into on a daily basis is accessible to us mm. through our ancestry, right? As Africans, as African men, you know, as Asiatic men, as African men, you know, a lot of us have lost connection to our ancestors, right? We have living ancestors amongst us today, but there's also ancestors in our lineage that have passed, you know, generations back. We can still tap into their knowledge, their spirituality. There are representatives on the other side of the fence, you know, in that other, that other realm. And so when we want to tap into knowledge that, you know, may not be, that may not be instantly available to us and may not be instantly realize, realized to us, you know, we, we need to really spend some time working with our ancestors, speaking to our ancestors, those that we know, those that we didn't know, those, you know, that are, you know, whether they were blood related to us or just ancestors of people, you know, that we admired, right? Yes, sir. You know, really uh, spending some time doing that. I actually watched you do that today, right? Yes, sir. Elijah Muhammad and, and other speakers that have, are no longer with us, those are our ancestors today. So our job as men is to really tap into that, you know, utilize that power that's accessible to us through our ancestors and create the world and reality around us in such a way that those in our care can, like I said, flourish and thrive. Mm, I say. You know what you said that was so key that it got me thinking about when I think about ancestors, right? And, you know, walking as a man with that confidence. First of all, when you do any good deed, you know, in the, the universe, in the world, you know, you are giving honor to your ancestors. When you got any vision that you execute upon anything into reality, you're giving honor to your ancestors because what you're doing is honoring that electricity, that blood, that information that you come from, that pain, that struggle, that greatness that you come from. Because our ancestors, just in America, you know, have been through unimaginable treatment, but they also have been through warfare. You look at John Horse, you look at Marcus Garvey, you look at Huey P. Newton, 
right? You look at, you know, uh, um, Madam C.J. Walker to Harriet Tubman. What I'm naming is ancestors who are showing us different things. And they laid out foundation and blueprint. And they can say, man, I found you at your lowest point and I showed you how to get to your highest. What did you do with the sacrifice? What did you do with the blueprint? What did you do with the knowledge? Because it's not enough to honor if you don't make it your goal to stand on this side or go further. Because if they've shown you a world record, listen, man, hey, I don't went this far. Now it shows you the blueprint how to go further. So it's disrespectful to say that you follow or you honor or you move as an ancestors move, but we haven't built something more incredible than our ancestors have built. So if they have the ability to tap into knowledge and build foundation, they build religion, they build science, they build time, they build business, they made billions, they built planes, they did create organizations and nations. What are we doing? You understand me? I'm like I'm Mr. Farquhar, I say God's time. And it's the same token, what are we doing with our ancestors' time? Because every sacrifice that they made produced us. This generation right here. And we get to be the greatest generation that makes you know, our ancestors smile, and when I talk about ancestors, I'm talking about my DNA. Uh, you understand me? My uh, DNA. DNA. Because everything that comes from the tree of my family is in me. You understand me? Every story, everything they observed, every wisdom, every tragedy, every uh, uh, a victory, all of that's in me. So. I can't be walking around like I don't come from the greatest stock of the universe. You know what I'm talking about? I gotta walk around like I already know who I am. And and I know you some of the ancestors with some suckers. See, that's the part where you gotta realize the duality of things that you beat. So you don't deal with the ancestor that was jealous, the ancestor that was egotistical, the ancestor that was weak, the ancestor that was sadistic. You understand me? The ancestor that was that was a buster and a, and a liar and, and a murderer of his people. No, those are the things within yourself that you have to fight to destroy so you can honor the best parts of yourself. You understand me? So, you know, that thought just generated. So I resonate with that. Yeah, it's 100%. Brother Samai, Jack Ella Classic, man. Come on, man. The trust class. <laughs> you know, I give the very white of consciousness. <laughs> I give my allegiance to Allah. Who are you? I seek power from a higher source in which the universe favors me. Fortune favors the bold. <laughs> my woman, the woman, the black woman is our territory. That's our jurisdiction in which we lay a sacred and secure foundation upon. As we build, we seek to it to destroy our enemies. Yakub was created in six generations. It only takes one to destroy that ideology, that intellectual circumference. But who are we? What does mind mean to you? What does it mean to be a man to you? A man means to be, to be original. To project the consciousness of Allah, that's what I see a man as. Allah Akbar. All right, short and sweet, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Pops, what does it mean to be a man to you, man? But our biggest problem has been our teacher. That's our problem. Yes, sir. We've been taught to be other than ourselves. 
When a man got to come up to you and ask you in 2022, how do I become a man? That should be built into your nature. Mm. You should not even have to ask that question. Mm. You have a form of intelligence that's already built in from the sperm. It knows where to go. And not having even heard your voice, it don't, it, uh, it's not told how to travel up the fallopian tube, attached to the egg. That is the mind of a man that you be witnessing. But when you take the knowledge of self and take and reduce a human being down to nothing, and you can constantly hear that you're nothing, and we call ourselves niggas today. We have no ownership, so we take on no responsibility. When the family, when the head, when the God of the family is taken out the family and left in the hands of the mother, and she hasn't been properly educated because the man is missing. Man sees things that woman don't see, and vice versa. We watch our mothers, we become highly emotional because that's her nature. That's why you can talk to a woman and sometimes, oh, that's the way you feel. No, that's the way, that's the way I think, mm. sister. Mm. I don't feel like that. When we make emotional decisions, most of the time, it's based on emotion. It's not based on a masculine, masculine energy. That's like I always used to give the analysis to the fruit. If we own an island with my woman and my child, and there's no food but that one piece of meat, who's supposed to eat it? I would ask the fruit. And most of the brothers would say, I'm going to give that to my baby and my woman. Well, by saying for Rob Muhammad, I'm going to eat that meat. Yep. And y'all sitting there and that, damn, man, you going to eat you damn right, I'm going to eat that meat. Why? Because I'm the hunter. Mm. I got to go out into that jungle. I got to go out and hunt down that animal and bring back that big piece of meat. You understand? If I'm too weak, everybody going to die. That's masculine decision. You understand what I'm saying? Sometimes the man is not very popular at all in his own house because you have to make decisions that everybody will not agree with. That's masculine. We should provide our own world now. That's masculine. We should be willing to take on all responsibility. That's masculine. And we should do this. When you give your word as a man, your word should be bond. If my word should fail, and I should be willing to give my life, that's masculine. But we got too much, and I don't like to use the word feminine all the time because it looks like you're disparaging the woman. And that's not what I'm doing. But we have too many men that's taking on that feminine characteristic and our woman is taking on the masculine characteristic because they have educated her over the black man on purpose. She makes more money than most brothers in this society 
So you the brother that's sitting at home with the PlayStation or uh, changing diapers all day and your woman get home, how come the dishes ain't washed? Uh, you ain't even took out the garbage. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But you trying to call a shot based on your strength. Mm. That's feminine. Mm. You understand? We should okay. want power. Black man in America don't even talk about power or control. We talking about entertainment, sport and play. And I can't even sit down with a brother. You understand what I'm trying to say? And let's talk about power. How we can formulate and have a conversation. How we can change our condition. Brother, I don't want to hear about when you used to be no pimp. You understand, back brother? That don't interest me, showing me pictures. You understand what I'm saying? How you was in the military, in the Marines, fighting for your open enemy, and you tell me he's too powerful to be defeated? You understand what I'm saying? Mm. That's not masculine at all. We on the takeover mode. Men should be thinking on how we can take our planet back, so says the most honorable Muhammad, Elijah Muhammad. That's masculine. Well, we drop our children into the deaf houses of America, calling themselves schools. And our children come home talking about they want to be a girl or feminine. You understand what I'm saying? That's not masculine at all, brothers and sisters. Man was made a degree higher than his woman. We say that degree is based on strength. No, it's really not. It's about our deeds and the action. Allah say do what? He say do good. The original man, the life giver and sustainer, we should be doing all the good that we possibly can on our planet. That's masculine. But we doing devilish deeds all over the planet Earth. Mm. We murdered and maimed and taken on the same characteristics that have enslaved us for over 400 years and got the whole planet in a death grip, even the whole planet Earth. They want to kill the whole planet Earth. Then I thought should be this. We want to reverse all of that. We want to clean the air, the water, the land, and everything else. We want to eliminate sickness. We want to stop lying, robbing, and stealing, and sinning. You understand what I'm saying? We want to bring cures to the planet. We want to cure all diseases, all cancers, and all these things. Bring it back to our planet. You understand? That's masculine to Basir Farad Muhammad. And I'm just going to leave it just like that. Yes, sir. Let's go. Mm. You know, several things you said sparked my thinking. One about strength. Because men today apply masculinity with the physical might of their attributes. But the highest level of masculinity is all mental. That's right. right. Intellectual. When a man wants to go out and rule and control anything, because the world is ran by ideas, you can tell which man rules the world by whose ideas rules the world, whose systems rules the world. And so with all these men equating their physical capability with their manhood is why they lost. 
because it's your mental capability that represents your manhood. Remember, That's man right. is mind, so it's your mindhood. It's the development of your mind and your ability to manage that mind, which gives you your ability to manage every activity at a masterful level, which means that any thought that you have, you have the ability to manister, to, to, to master it and administer your activities to bring it to life, to get it done, to create a system, to bring order, to bring administration, to bring proper management. Right? Then that's a man. He told me his plans and he has the ability to bring that into fruition. That's a man. That's right. So it's the reason you see the UFC full of fighters, greatest fighters in the world. Dana White can't beat his fighter, but he's the man of that organization. Facts. Because he started it. It is his mind that started it. So in the hoods of America. You have boys trying to prove themselves as men by what they can do physically instead of what they can do mentally. Right. Right? Now, there's something else that I wanted to get more wisdom and understanding on. Specifically, when you say man is of a higher degree than woman, can you clarify what that means? For the broader audience. Well, I don't realize Muhammad said man is a degree higher than woman because man was put here to rule. Mm. Period. And she's the second self of man, herself. We all come from that one single cell. You understand? But according to the teaching now. So what so the deeds, because the one thing we got. We talk about this red pill. This red pill is like these weird brothers on how they qualify their value. This manosphere is supposed to be about this new age of what is masculine thinking, right? This incel, what they call it, uh, involuntary cel celibate. With yeah. these brothers, they can't get a woman to save their life, so they get mad at the woman and, and, and they, they basically they be all on the internet hating them. So I don't want to add to the flame of the suckers because this is a sight for the God, so I want to qualify, you understand me, that when we're talking about those degrees, that with all of the protocols, there are qualifiers for any man to qualify based upon what we're speaking on to say that, okay, this is that degree that he's talking about. Right. You understand me? So, because it's just a lot of weird stuff that's going on no, nowadays. Right. You understand me? And, and, and one person would take one thing and run with it, but that's not for you because you're not even qualified, you understand me, in that intellect. So when I, when I think about degrees higher, I just want it, because you connected it to deeds, then you connected it to rulership, right? So it, it, in that higher degree, is it, it's not based upon moral, but is it based upon duty? Which, which degree is it based upon? Well, let me, let me put it this way. The life force, the life force, without the original man, there would be no black nation, period. Understand? You cannot produce a black nation without the man. And it, you, you can flip it around to a degree. You could not produce a black nation without the womb of the divine black woman, but that life force, that life source comes through man. Pure. That's just the bottom line. We carry the life force on this planet. 
And when we ejaculate that sperm into the womb of our woman, that's that life force that's being directed to the womb of our woman. That's why I say, and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, that man is a degree above the black woman. But he also says this, if you got a good woman, you got one foot in heaven. You understand what I'm trying to say? Black man, because in the sperm of the black man, see, we, we are the problem. The black man is the problem of this whole situation. Because we carry that brown germ in our sperm. This is what this is all about. That has to be killed on the inside of the original man. So when Allah destroyed this devil, this beast on the outside, he will not be able to come back on our planet because we carry him. That is part of our imperfection. That's why we in this big experiment today with the devil, with the Caucasian, that pale-skinned individual that's on our planet. He come up out of us, you understand? When Yakub was on that island, they had to kill that brown germ to produce that unlike germ. But we have the life force, brother. This in us. We the whole doggone key. That's why, where does he look for? Where does the white man look for God at? He ain't looking up in the sky. He got the Christian looking in the sky, but I ain't never seen the white preacher personally look up. I see him looking at you and I because he's looking for the Messiah. He's looking for the Mahdi within the black nation. In your Bible, it tells you who we're looking for. That male child. Understand? And there's a reason for that. You understand? Because he know that God is just going to come up out the lions of the original man through the womb of the black woman. That's why he keeps her under control. So she don't have any loyalty to her man anymore in America. She's of this world. You understand what I'm saying? She done bought hook, line, and sinker in this world because he took the ability to provide, protect, and maintain. We ain't providing any damn thing. We damn sure ain't protecting that woman because she getting snatched day and night. We're not providing any morals because we're not the head of our environment anymore. Who's the head? Where's all these morals and values coming out of? The white nation. And her woman jumped right behind that because the black man had abdicated his responsibility. Matter of fact, he was taken out the home, but we're really not carrying out God-like responsibility on this planet. That's why you see brothers so confused, depressed, unhappy because you being other, that's not your nature. You can feel that, brothers. When you know you being other than yourself, that's why you see a lot of young brothers walking around today staring into space, talking to themselves, because they outside themselves. If you destroy the man, you done destroyed the whole damn nation. Damn near. Because our woman is gonna follow us if we get on the square. She ain't no problem. She ain't no problem. If we was on our square, take care of our business, our woman would be right there. Because she waiting on the leadership. By her nature, she knows she's really not supposed to be out in front of the man.
She know this, but she has accepted this based on an environment and condition. But she knows she want a black man. That's why she talk crazy to her sometimes. You understand? You ain't doing nothing. You this, that, and another. Because she want her black man to take charge the way she know he's supposed to be taking charge. And she'll be our helpmate and help us build a righteous, righteous planet and world. You understand? Well, we can go back into the universe and tap down in them seven planets that we talk civilization on. Black man God. That's why they say the Asiatic black man, the maker, the owner, cream of the planet Earth, God of the universe. You the God with the power and the force. Just been put in the head, hit in the head, and put to sleep. That's it. Now, we the life source, brothers. What about this? So the the the, the modern because everything that is happening to her is because of us, right? Because in the description and how it's qualified that if she's disrespected, unprotected, and all those things, it's because we are not protectors and we are not respected, right? So then, secondhand, if I walk in your home and I slap you up, guess what's coming next? Your woman and your child. That's right. Right. So the first line of defense has been decimated. That's right. Men don't want to be held to any standard of a higher degree. Right. The way I interpret that is that our responsibility is of a higher degree because we have to maintain, we have to respond, right? Our ability to respond is our power because that's our responsibility. Some people have a high degree of ability to respond to danger, to threat, to pressure, to anything. And that man knows how to be accountable for his situation at all times, right? What's happening is this flipping because women are having to take a higher degree of responsibility than man because he is no longer being a provider, the protector, the producer because the black man is not producing anything but arts, right? And we don't even own the arts. Now, we're becoming educators once more, stepping back into that fold. So for me, I interpret that higher degree as we have a higher degree of responsibility. You You understand me? Because the black, and when you look at every single organization from every single leader, whether it's the Black Panthers, or whether it's your Black Muslim Bakery, whether it's the Nation of Islam, whether it was Marcus Garvey, right? Uh, whether it's the Moore Science Temple, it was so many women that was in comprise of that organization that were helping the movement grow, right? And one thing that I know about history you understand me? Because we learn to tell our stories the way that the oppressor tells his story, right? Because during his time in the last 6,000 years, we learned to tell the story the way the oppressor tells it, which is his story. So we never tell the story in a manner in which we add the woman's contribution. So if she doesn't see herself in our movement, she thinks that that's a man's movement. That was your movement as well. You were building the whole time behind. We just stood out on the front line because we had a greater degree of responsibility when it comes to who took them bullets, when it comes to who them dogs bit, when it comes to who planned what and what so. So I want men today 
to step into a higher degree of responsibility and say that, no, if the nation is going to change, as you say, if the world is going to change, if 196,940,000 square miles of this planet Earth is to be mine and it's supposed to be my divine natural right, then you have to step back into order in order for her to be able to naturally step back into the place of assistance and nurturing Absolutely. and to be a helpmate. That's right. But I think that we are a narcissistic generation that individualizes everything in the world about ourselves and nothing about the collective anymore. So everything is about our individual experience. How can I be seen as the one instead of one of the ones, right? Because the universe is made of, of the, the billions and trillions and the infinite of the ones. And last but not least, we are infinite beings with limitations. Now, what does that mean? Our body is limited. Right? But our mind is infinite. Mm -hmm. So we have learned to measure ourselves by our limitations, our body, our physical matter. We don't even take care of the thing that has these limitations because our body has to go back from whence it came to the earth. But our mind is of infinite source. And the way you take care of yourself so that you can enjoy a greater quality of life so that you have a greater ability to respond to any threat or, or uh, uh, ownership or rulership is by understanding the relationship between, as my brother talked about, as above, so below. We are multidimensional just in the sense that we have a mind and we have a body, right? One is physical, one is non-physical. So when you think about your manhood, you have to automatically think of, oh, you can't just be getting your body together, something that's going to get thrown back into the ground. You have to get your mind together, something that gets thrown back into the universe. You understand me? And so that greater degree that we're talking about, because that woman going to have to every time put her life on the line when she's trying to produce one of these minds that's going to come out into this universe. She going to have to do that. My mother produced 10 out her womb. 10. And it almost killed her. It gave her arthritis. It crackled her bones. And that sacrifice, you know, that she made to have us, you know, is something that we could never understand because we would never have to go through that. But the woman gives up her physical body. You understand me? To produce more life into the universe. And the reason that I find myself so effective as a teacher is because of my empathy. I design with empathy so that when I'm educating or I'm teaching, I'm thinking about how other people feel and how they can receive the information, not from my level, but from your level. And when man gets to divine order and rule, he has to become an empathetic man because otherwise he becomes just like that man that thinks he's the man that rules over us. A predator has no empathy. He sees everybody as prey. He's a beast. When a beast kills, he sees a beast and he doesn't think about it. You are a nigga. Why would I care about your life? If I see you as a brother, I must empathize. If I see a sister, I must empathize. When I see the black woman, I must empathize with all of her needs and desires and things 
in order for me to take a higher degree. Because that higher degree is say, I must empathize with something I can never go through. And then I must protect you and make sure that that sacrifice that you make so that we can continue to be in our responsibility is never forgotten and is always appreciated. So I think one of, if I add another cipher and I'll let my brother Steve go, is one of the things I want to add is appreciation and empathy. You understand me? Because I think as, as men, we learn the strength we learn the physical power, but when it comes to the ability to think about how other people feel, we lack that because it requires us to take on the feelings of others, which requires another level of strength. Because we haven't dealt with the things that we're dealing with inside ourselves, so we don't want to become any level of vulnerable to deal with anybody else's. I don't want to care for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got my own shit that I'm going through. So that lets me know, number one, the level that you reach in your divine masculinity and how you able to heal yourself and clear yourself and say that, man, I'm, I'm living in abundance now. I can care for you because I'll care for myself. Uh, that to me is the higher degree of responsibility that we take on and once we do that, we start to see things align. The woman say, man, he cares. She ain't seen us care in a long time. She ain't seen us care about ourselves in a long time. This man don't care about himself. He got all these thoughts that he never bring out. She tired of dealing with our potential. She said, I want to see somebody that actualizes. So when we lose our woman to somebody else, it's because she sees him as a man and she's not seeing us do what men do which is produce thoughts into reality and build something and produce something and manufacture it. So one of the things that I, you know, I, I get tired of seeing is our inability to take responsibility. I'll leave the floor to you, brother. All right, first off, I want to tell you all, all you black guys that I am honored to have this conversation with you all yes, and build with you all. Yes, and one thing that I took from this entire conversation that brought me to my thought of the way I connect mind to man is we got to learn how to break through the depths of our awareness by cultivating the characteristic of openness. And when I, what I mean by that is you got to be open to new information. That's the only way that you evolve out here. What I see out when, when everything is data. Everything in the world is data. But the nation has, we have failed so low, back to what Pop said, we done failed so low that we pay attention to the wrong data. We paying attention to all the things that control us and keep us trapped in a small box. And the only way to break out of that box is to add on new data. The things that are true tapping into the Quran, the, you know what I'm saying? You gotta tap into that higher power because that's the truth and that's the only thing that's gonna lead you to becoming that superior man. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Sure. So, cultivating that openness is how you become a man. You gotta be receptive and build with brothers who are on that same frequency as you that's gonna take you there. And if they ain't trying to build, Leave their ass in the wind. That's the only thing you can do because that's going to keep you stuck. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and, and a man's faults is just like the sun and the moon. Everybody see it. Mm. So when you collect that new data and you reprogram and renew your mind, you still like the moon and the sun, but this time everybody just look up to you. And that's how you become a superior man. Hey, he was loading up the whole time. Hey. He started yeah. busting shots. Yeah. That bounced off the moon, came down hit me on the head. I, I, I want to touch on what you just said, though, real quick about empathy, right? And I think something that has been lacking so much in our culture, from you know, regardless globally, right, in our culture and our people, is the mindset of you know, the warrior versus the king mentality, right? I feel like as men in our society today, as masculine energies, because there has not been a, a, a level of empathetic leadership so far, you know, over a period of time, you know, since we've been in this country at least, uh, so many of us aspire to be warriors, right, where there's a one-track mindset that lacks empathy, similar to how you were mentioning the lion mentality, right? In our culture, you know, it's, it's a Shango and an Ogun, right? It's two different energies. You know, Ogun energy is very, you know, uh, dominant. Ogun. Ogun is a warrior, right? It's a warrior, right? Like I'm a goon. There you go, right? And yeah. Shango, on the other hand, you know what I'm saying? Shango is, you know, a king personality, right? Yes, it's, it's a king. And so once a man learns how to, how to manage his masculine energy in an empathetic manner, Right, he can now lead, like Pop said. Uh, he can lead in a way that is conducive to those again in his domain, right? Mm -hmm. And right. so, you know, when we look at how that's manifested so far in our culture, you have men who are running around hostile all day long, and they don't know how to go from one side to another. They don't know how to sit down and listen and have conversation like this, particularly when there is conflict. Right, particularly when there is disagreement, you know, we, we, we're quick to jump to physical, you know, altercation. We're quick to jump into a warrior mindset. But when there's empathy, we can sit down and listen to somebody and say, "Hey, you know, I can, I can empathize with where this person may be coming from, even if I don't agree." Right? We learn how to lead from a perspective that, you know, puts us into a king person, a king persona, a king mentality. And that's when, you know, woman, you know, to the degrees that you're talking about, you know falls into a place of, or not falls into, rises into a place of, you know, companionship where she gonna, you know, follow the lead and live in her divine feminine, right? So yeah. divine masculine is led with empathy to your point. It's not just about being overtly masculine to the point of, you know, just seeking to dominate everything, dominate conversation, dominate another person, dominate, you know, another energy, but it's more so about being able to sit back and when the time is right, of course, if somebody crosses that path, right, or crosses that line, you got to know how to, how to flip the personalities, right? That's a fact. How to flip those energies. But you got to have that empathy overall in order to rise to the king that all of us, to the God that all of us are, right? That's a fact. I, I, before you speak, it's the, because we have so much power, we have so much power. It doesn't seem like it, because I know when we talk about power, we're talking about it's different kind of powers, right? It's the power of those who rule the world, and it's the power that rules self, and that self has the ability to rule all of existence, but 
when you've got that kind of power, you know, and you don't have any power over anything outside, uh, Pop said in the video, he was talking at InvestFest, he said, what happens is, is that, you know, because you don't have any power at all, you, you start abusing your woman, because that's the only thing you have control over. Exactly. You understand me? And so the black man is faced with this crisis of knowing, of this feeling, man, I'm powerful, but I have no power over things. So then he looks for something to have power over. Mm -hmm. This black woman is right there in his vicinity. Mm -hmm. So now he doesn't, he, 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 and if you don't have a righteous mind, you're going to a what? Abuse that power. I grew up seeing men abuse power. Wasn't the white man that told them to abuse power? That perhaps it was the systems and slavery and all of the things that we can qualify, but now we at this point to say, well, listen, I've been in meetings where brothers talked about the white man, but then they were the ones abusing the power on the inside because of ego and narcissism and flaws and all sort of detriments within the character. So seeing that, I didn't condemn them or judge them. I empathize. You understand me? Because that brother must not have seen what true power was. And true power is discipline. Right, but how you get disciplined is you have to make yourself a disciple of something that you want to be like. Right? So you try to get in line with that which you want to become, and that helps you maintain your discipline. You understand me? But we don't have discipline and we lack integrity. We don't have integrity because we allow ourselves to be assimilated into every culture in the world. Your integrity, right? We all have a certain germ integrity. You understand me? And then when we introduce to something else, it starts to mess with our physiology, right? We allow everybody to come in contact with us and it starts to throw off our integrity, our field, our aura. No, you have to be in environments that stimulate the integrity of who you are. So you have to be around people who think like you, who dream like you, who vision like you, who move like you, because you all reinforce the integrity of the things you made of. Mm. You understand me? So when they started making handshakes, they start changing the integrity of the people on a biological level just by touching them. I'm not even, whoa, strangers from another land start touching hands. Handshake. You messing with the integrity. A man really ain't supposed to, supposed to give your woman a handshake. That's right. Don't need to give your woman the hug. Why? Right. Because you're sharing integrity. That's right. Now you're sharing energy. You understand me? That integrity that you built at the household is now being lost because she's going to the workplace. She's dealing with friends and things of that That's nature. Right. And now the integrity and that energy is being mixed. And then you bring that back into the household. Wait a minute. That's not what we was building in here. Something is off a little bit. You talking to a friend that's giving you ideas that have nothing to do with the foundation of what we that's building. Right. The integrity is now off. It's the substance of, of, of what things are made of. When you look at any building, once the beams collapse because the integrity is broken, it doesn't have anything to stand on. But we've lost the art of companionship. We lost the art of, of family and relationship. So we think everything is connected to all insecurity. That's what they tell you. You understand me? No, this is a science that you don't want to deal with no more. Right? Because it comes with responsibility. You know? Think about, you know, when, when, uh, when you want to become anything, study that what you want to become. I'm going to give you a key. If man wants to become a faithful man, you have to study faithfulness, integrity, 
and discipline. These are the things that I have to study for myself. Being a high value man. <laughs> you got to study it because what your brain starts to do when you're studying the things that you want to become better at, you automatically start to believe that's what you are. You start to subconsciously put it in there because now that's the information you act off of in order to become that which you want to be. But we have things that we desire to become, but we don't study it. So now we're not adding that into our integrity so we don't have anything to pull from. My father told me one time I'm working at a job and I'm trying to figure out how to get along with these people because I used to say I was the greatest salesman in the world. You understand me? I'm telling you, man. I can sell dry the air. It was different. So what was happening is I was selling so good that the people around me was getting jealous. They was mad. I'm like, well, I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to make ends. I called Pops one day. I said, Pops, man, what am I supposed to do, man? I'm too good. You understand me? I'm trying to figure out how to get along with these people. He said, brother, be up for a while. Now, during the time, I said, damn, man, that's it. I, th I, I thought he was being short with me. But when I, <laughs> I, th I was like, I'll never call for advice. <laughs> but then I thought about it. I said, wait a minute. What's my foundation? I got training. The training went back to the proper handling of people. Right? So... If as a FOI and as a Muslim I'm taught to be righteous, then I had to empathize with them. How can I do good for them to do good for me? If I treat them better, then they treat me better. So I said, let me teach them what I know. You understand me? They can never be me, but now at least they can be better versions of themselves and they can appreciate me for teaching them. It changed the condition of the environment just by being a better person to the people that was around me. And if I didn't have a foundation, right, and I wasn't strong enough, I wouldn't have had the integrity, you understand me, to move accordingly to how I'm supposed to move in that environment. Because I was operating from a place of ego, not trying to operate within the, in the eco, which is the ecosystem of how all these things get along, how black men and women, how the human family on this planet Earth get along. Mm. So we have to get back to a place of, number one, asking ourselves, what am I made of? What is my integrity? When I go out in the world, what is the substances that I come in contact with that is not part of my integrity that I then have to detox from so I can consistently get back right to my organic self? That is the key that if you master that, you will live life untouched, unscathed, unmoved. You understand me? And whether you're going into an industry, whether you're going into a job, whether you're going into a relationship, Nothing would transform your integrity because you will not allow things that are not supposed to mix in with you. That's the idea. Have you ever thought about your car personality? What's your vibe? Do you like the classic, fully gas-powered engine? Are you a best-of-both-worlds type, driving on the battery power while keeping gas on reserve just in case? Or are you more inclined to choose a convenient hybrid ride? Whichever your vibe, there's a Hyundai Tucson to match and powertrain to get you there. Hyundai's 2023 Tucson lineup pairs the tech you want with sleek and stylish designs. They paid attention to all the details, the seats, the dash, the available panoramic roof, you name it, Hyundai thought of it, all while making sure each trim has enough room to hold space for your grocery runs, festival nights, and tailgates. Okay, Hyundai, when it comes to your journey, Hyundai is there for every mile. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the 2023 Hyundai Tucson. 
The 2023 Tucson Plug-In Hybrid is only sold in California, Colorado, Connecticut, Maine, Massachusetts, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, and Vermont. Being in the world, but not of the world. You did? The issue is you don't believe in yourself. You don't believe you can learn, make some money, understand a new skill set, jump into a course, a community, and all of a sudden your problems start to go away. No, you think because of your education and your environment, certain things weren't made for you. Or you think you're too gangster to learn this. You understand me? Or you think you're too old to learn it. <laughs> or you think maybe you don't know enough about technology, you're not interested in it whatsoever. Or maybe you think just certain things are just not for you, yet you got all of these goals, aspirations, things that you think that you're privileged to in the world. But that's not the way the world works. The world works for those who work for the world and those who work for themselves. See, once you start to develop the power of the mind, then you understand that it's about mentalism. How to be able to take those thoughts that are inside your head and bring them outward. Well, first, you have to be able to bridge the gap. The gap between where you want to be, the distance is determined by what you know and what you don't know. And the speed in which you get there is determined by your own willpower and your ability to execute in your work ethic. See, I don't want to do anything for you. I want to give you the tools to be able to do for self. But I also understand that the world handicapped us. They gave us a school system. They gave us learning disabilities. It took us away from our creative learning, how to be able to learn on the go and to become critical thinkers. At a certain point in time, everybody just stopped thinking. You just stopped thinking. The other day I was listening to some advice on social media and I heard one opinion. Then, scrolling down, I started somebody else talking about the same subject, give an opposing opinion, and I actually had to stop myself and think about it. Wait a minute. Both of these people are not right. The problem was, I didn't want to critical think for myself, so I took the first influence that I got. Because I didn't feel like thinking about it on the subject. So when you hear about subjects of financial literacy, you hear about blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies and wealth building systems, sometimes when a person tells you something negative, it becomes your excuse and your reason why not to execute. But see, I got a large family and I don't let nobody make excuses around me. I employ my family. I employ designers and developers and I pay them tens of thousands of dollars. Why? Because they can do things that I can't do. Now, without skill sets, that's not much value that you have. Because now, your value is determined by the market. But when you have skill sets that nobody can take away, you always have value no matter where you are in the world and what time it is of the day. See, develop a skill nobody can take away, and you have a value that nobody can strip away. When we talk about wealth, I don't want it to be some pie-in-the-sky idea, I don't want it to be some 10-year future. I want it to be now, because the future is now. Because they've built everything that we need, so you just have to learn how to use it. And we're going to teach you how to use it in the BWO. We're going to teach you how to use it in this block world order. You understand me? So now, you can get off your ass and use your mind and get you some money. Use your mind to change the infrastructure of your life. But guess what? Nothing works if you don't work. So yes, we built the foundation. But it's up to you to stand on it yourself. Come and join the Block World Order. See what we have to offer. Now you can take those goals you have in your head and make them obtainable by the skills you possess in your mind.
I sure I know you had a thought. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Always. <laughs> One thing that I love the most in conversations like this is all of the analogies that pop up in your head, all of the truths that pop up in your head, and the things that you have been studying and evolving with your entire life. And that's one of the beautiful things that we can get out of ciphers like this, listening to other brothers speak, being able to listen one of the key things in, in terms of understanding empathy and having empathy is being a great listener because that what makes a great king is a great listener and an ancient proverb that I've learned um, is that a great king is one who can destroy just give him mercy he gives him mercy the greatest version or let's say one of the most repeated lines in the Quran is that Allah is the most merciful of all beings. First, before he is the most destructive of all beings. That Allah gives you mercy. God, the creator, the oneness, the universe, gives you mercy before destruction. And it never states in the Quran that God obliterates you. It says that, no, I will bring you to the state in which you brought upon yourself. You understand? And that in of itself is a representation of what it means to be an empathetic being on a divine level. That the only thing that I give you is what you give me. And this is why in our empathy, empathy is also as a man and being a man is being able to what? Go to war for your honor, for your respect, to keep the love in the environment, to keep balance in the environment, to keep truth in the environment. You understand? Because if you are not you can't say that you follow uh, even your sensei when it comes to, and how you said, we have to follow a doctrine. The sensei, which is, which means master, you will, or anybody that wants to be the disciple has to go to the temple of that sensei and do as the sensei says to be in that class. The creator, God himself, which we all as men should strive to be, has his own class. And this is why we have so many different um, ideologies, religions, things of that nature to this day, because we have different masters who are all teaching the same principle of oneness. But there's different iterations and versions of that that we all can follow, can 
get us to the one thought that Pops stated earlier, that God first came into existence as thought form, as electricity, as vibration. So that master and that being who is on that state of that sensei, that being requires the most out of his students or her students. You see? And the reason why is because they have the highest level of empathy. Because they know what it takes to make a being go from a student to a master. Because they have started mastering themselves. They are a master. People view them as such. So they like, in order for you to get to this realm of existence that I am in and go further beyond me, because this is the point, going further and beyond. And this is why you stated something earlier. You said that we are infinite beings, but we are limited. I would say that we are infinite beings, but we are limited by our imagination. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We are limited by our imagination of what we are capable of being. We are infinite in thought always, but this is why, and this is why we come to a master or to a sensei to teach us how to be infinite in our imagination, to be infinite in the way that we are able to pick up our discipline and to know that we will always be students. And this is why the masters or the senses be like, I'm always master, I'm always a student. I'm always also following behind my master. Also always making sure that I'm giving credence to my ancestors. Also always making sure that I'm keeping the environment and as the student learn, I'm learning from the student. Because as men, we recognize that that is how we Grow. We all come to the circle. And as we all see ourselves, and I'm pretty sure in this circle, we all see ourselves in mastering something in this lifetime. And this is why we have the empathy to sit down with one another, to speak to one another as gods, as kings, as brothers. You understand? Because we deepen within us, we chose what? We chose a path to follow behind. And that path led, led each and every single as one of us to this conversation right here and now. Because that is the empathy of God. The empathy of God which is so divine and so beyond our thinking and our understanding. That even when we are not even awake, even when we are asleep. God is still working and moving through us. Still creating our manifestation in our environment through, and that is on the deepest level, empathy. Because even when we are asleep, when we can be killed and murdered, we can be killed when we are asleep. Allah says, I'm going to protect you. You understand what I'm saying? And this is why we are still here now, because that is the highest form. We understand the unseen universe, and that is the unseen. That unseen world is still a very logical world. It's a very logical process, and this is why we say to be good, to do good. Because what you put out in the universe is what you get back. The music that you put out into the universe is going to come back. 
because you putting out a lot of unseen energy that you're not seeing the conversations behind other doors that people are having about you because of what you said on the internet. Niggas want to kill you because you said something and they having conversations behind your back. They closed doors. They like, oh, when I see him, I'm going to take his life. Because you put out some death and some frequency in the unseen world. Mm. That's the unseen. And so when Allah says, I'm bringing you mercy, he says, I'm bringing you mercy through what? Through judgment. I'm bringing you mercy through how you represent yourself in this universe. By what you do. By the thoughts you put out there. By what you display. How you treat my woman. That all in of itself is the mercy of Allah because he's telling you and he's showing you real time. He shows you on the internet. He shows you even when our world is being destroyed right before us. He shows you exactly what he means when he says what he says. That everything is a replication of how you think. And as men, the better that we better that we treat each other, the better that we treat our one. The imagination is also, and you can tell when somebody has a lack of empathy, is by how they eat. What do you feed yourself, black man? If you had empathy like you say you do, then you will eat correctly. You will eat the right foods. You will eat foods that bring you life. Because if you had empathy, then you would want to live longer to, to do what? To take care of your family. So men today lack empathy and don't even understand it because they eat foods that are killing them. Right. On the mind, and the cellular level. And so when it comes to them and how they see their woman, how do you go see a woman correctly? One, she can't even cook the food that you need. One, you're not eating the right foods. How you, if we say that everything starts internally, then what food are you feeding? That is empathy. How you treat yourself is empathy. That's a fact. Alhamdulillah. You know, I love a woman, not because of her beautiful face. I get treated well by my women. I'm a student of life. I nourish the thoughts of my people. Lo and behold, I've come to you before as a humble man. How could I betray that? How could I tell you that I am other than myself if Allah made me the original man who was the prototype? I've been blessed with the seed to regenerate and to replenish the soils of earth upon in which I lay my feet on. Given this castle, given this kingdom, given this planet, given the universe. My woman is the one that is entrusted to me biologically, spiritually, mentally, and physically. I seek to it that the mission, our purpose drives us into a different atmosphere. There is no pressure upon a guy's shoulders. The world can't bring you down, gravity pulls me up. 
The air allows me to float into an existence in which I call home. The black man isn't a nigga. I'm no nigga. Never was. Born of the blood, born of the lineage, born of legacy and promise. I bear witness that there is no God Allah, but Allah. But what does that mean to you, soldier? What does she mean to you? You call her a woman, but what does she mean to you as an individual of originality? Pure calamity causes me to bestow upon and reignite the flame of my origins. But what is your story? What do you tell yourself at night before you go to sleep and awaken upon consciousness? The woman is a privilege. She should be treated as so. In order to be a ruler on earth, you have to submit to yourself within. What's a king to a god? What's a god to a non-believer? <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, keys though, man. Like, I, I, I just can't. I, you, you really hit home on the integrity part, right? And you hit home on the part that I think is even more critical as well. You know, with destroying and destruction, right? and God's actions through through destruction because in order to build, you have to destroy, right? And so as men, we're in a constant state of building and destroying, destroying parts of ourselves that are, that lack integrity, parts of ourselves we don't appreciate, we are not useful or conducive to us growing and constantly building uh, from like the framework, like you mentioned, people that we aspire to be ideals that we aspire to, we have to constantly build towards situations like this right here, build it towards everybody here has a unique perspective, right? A unique experience. And to your point, everybody's experiences has brought them to this point, they're bringing it to this cipher here, right? And we all can learn little pieces of that. Um, but in order to have integrity, you have to have a knowledge of self, right? You have to have a knowledge of who you are in order to move through the world in a capacity that represents you, your ancestors, your lineage. And that knowledge of self is, I think, the most critical thing that a lot of our community is missing today, right? A lot of us don't know. They don't know who they are. They don't know what they believe, you know, because they, they come up, even if you came up in a decent household, if that decent household did not instill in you certain values and beliefs that not, are not just developed from the mother and father, but of your your lineage, your culture, your background, something that's bigger than, than just, you know, what happens inside of the two folks that, that brought you into this world, right? They, you have a hard time moving through the world and maneuvering. So as, as men, you know, as men and women even, but particularly as men, you know, if you do not have that foundation of a knowledge of who you are, what you believe and what are your core principles, your integrity that make up your integrity, that is probably the most critical thing that I think any man or every man should really be spending their time. It's not any time to go to clubs, to you know, uh, partake in activities if you don't have that knowledge of self, right? If you don't know who you are, how you're, you're meant to move in a capacity in this world to reach your highest potential. Once you got that figured out, you can, you can, you can we actually talked about that the other day. Right? I have one line to add to what you yeah. just said. 
And the most important thing about what he just said is once a man learns how to control his pleasures, mm -hmm. he also masters how to control his pain. Mm -hmm. You got to take that compass and draw a circle around your desires. And, and that line, that circle, is what's going to keep you in bounds. Mm -hmm. Once you step out of bounds, it ain't over. You got to get some more data. <laughs> get some more data to bring you back within it. Circle, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you got to learn how to, you know what I'm saying, cultivate the way that you move and out here as a young black guy. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to bring this cipher together for this reason, man, because you get to build, right? I imagine people that watch this of uh, varying degrees of philosophies, beliefs, backgrounds, a lot of things, some things may trigger you. Some things may make you feel a certain way. Some things may make you say, well, I agree, I disagree. Some things, some people are so triggered, they don't like men to even speak. You understand me? And that's their problem. <laughs> like, we ain't even supposed to have a, a voice and an opinion. And the thing about what we do here is we don't give a damn about that. I don't care how you feel about the amount of space I'm supposed to take, the things I'm supposed to say it a certain way so it qualifies so that the algorithm of the world that's being built out that does not include the constitution of still me showing up as a ruler and a man with power. Ever since this country was created, it never respected, you understand me? my body, never respected my mind, never respected my power. You understand me? And until today, on Instagram, a man speaks and gives his opinion, his perspective, his philosophy. See, I'm gonna tell you what the most dangerous thing is, is what we lost in society is philosophy. See, philosophy is the art of thinking. Philosophy is evidence without scientific measurement. Because man discovered everything just by thinking before there were tools to give factual data and evidence to say that that's real. We knew atoms existed. We knew of galaxies and stars beyond. We knew that our body had cellular structures. How did we know this? We think because we already tapped into all. So just by using our mind, now, you know, the esoterics is things that are not, they're not proven by religion or science, but more so the interpretation of religion and science, because science is always disproving itself every day. And religion is interpreted by whoever tells the story or whoever has the capability of consciousness to go down in there and break it and say, this is what it means. So you got to get to a point now where every man should have a philosophy in life. You understand me? You don't have a philosophy towards life. So, but they get us away from having philosophies because then you start to have ideas that rule the world. You start to discover things that they didn't teach you about. Now they can't control what you believe. So there was a, a time and day when men talk about their philosophies and their ideas towards life and they'd be killed for it. There was a time when women studied medicine and, and alchemy and they were killed for it, blamed as witches, because people did not understand. So that which people can't see, they call you crazy for, but that's just what you know that they see not. So you have to develop a philosophy, you have to develop principles, you have to develop framework, right? 
and you can't worry about the world believing or knowing you because we know we live in a matrix and we got to break free from that every single day because it's throwing us back in there. Oh, you think you breaking free? Let me remind you, you in this. The algorithm is set so it controls your way of thinking and speaking. Well, damn, if I say this, then I get banned. So now I have to say it like this. So now it's forcing you to move and navigate and mold your thoughts. So now you would never speak as true of words that you would ever speak because of an algorithm, of an uh, AI. And who built that algorithm? <laughs> who built it? AI has built-in biases based on whoever is the coder and the engineer of it. You understand me? So we are living in a world that is manufactured. I'm going to leave us with this. You have the A. You have the I. A, numerical value, one. I, numerical value, nine. The 19 represents male. That represents female. This represents consciousness, right? This represents feeling. This is consciousness as well, or I would say, let's say logic. Consciousness. She represents the subconscious, the womb, right? Anyway. But what does that represent? What do these two do when they come together? See, there's a thing that is divine mathematics. When they say you add one plus one, it equals two. You understand me? But when you got the one and the female is the nine, right, what they do? They come, they create the 10, it brings it back down to the one. That represents God. The family represents God because truly what they do is when one plus one comes together, you understand me, you don't create two. When it comes to the family, one plus one is going to equal three, right? Because it's no longer individuals, it's about the collective. You did? If we said what two individuals come together, that's two people. No, when you're talking about family, these two individuals plus this one individual make three. That's the family. That's the trifecta. That's the Holy Trinity. That's the beginning. So that one plus that nine, that represents God. That represents birth of thought. That represents beginning and ending. That represents all truth. As I showed you all those ones, that's all the data in the universe. Now, if you're not an original man, you're not tapped into that one and that nine. So what do you have to do? You have to create artificial systems, right? So now, if you don't have the numbers, you can't keep up with the birth, you go create AI. What's the most dangerous AIs? I talked about these before, artificial intelligence, right? They use that three to What's the other AI? Artificial ingredients. Uh-oh, we're getting dangerous now. What's the other AI? Artificial insemination. Ooh, ooh, ooh. They manufacturing the womb, huh? What are they trying to do? They're trying to play God. They're trying to play God. See, this is, you are the original one in the nine. 
You ain't got no problem with your swimming. You ain't got no problem giving life. You are the original man. This is the original balance. But see, in they world, let me tell you why they world is in balance. I gotta say, keys on you, you gonna crazy. You doing too much. You know what I'm saying? They world is in balance because when you go to Greek, you go to Roman history, this is the man, mm -hmm. right? What he values next in his hierarchy is the boy. The boy is a one as well. Then the last is his woman, right? The African system, man, woman. You understand me? Now, he only believes that she has value if she creates him one of these. You understand me? So she is only, her value is only viewed on her ability to create a male. That is the white patriarchal paradigm of thinking. That's the one that the woman wants to destroy. Now, he, right, is producing less babies now. Right, so now, he's in what I call the 911. You understand me? He in this emergency. <laughs> you understand me? What happened on 9-11? Come on now, what happened on 9-11, well, the biggest paradigm shift? 9-11, an old emergency. 19 years later, what happened? Oh, C-19. Uh-oh. Come on now. I'm trying to give y'all the codes. You have to understand that there's a mathematical fabric and when you are able to tap in and understand the number systems, the numbers speak because numbers are the original words. You understand me? Everything is mathematical. You can describe the universe by the number. You understand me? So he, what did he do? You understand me? He's in this emergency paradigm. He put the woman up front. He got everybody thinking emotional right now. You understand me? When you fracked it, you emotional, you're not thinking logical. The world is not thinking logical. If you think about what's going on in the world, it is not a logical 19 system. You understand me? We are not filtering, right? We, we got logical thought, then we got emotions. No, right now we have emotions, then logical thought. It's not, that's what's ruining, running the world. So we are in an emergency paradigm that's going on. And this is why the world is ending. Because if we get back to where the boys are thinking logical again, you understand me? And they, 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 they you know, now I, I believe they got these, what I call the nine minds. They thinking feminine, right? They illogical, these are nine one minds. They afraid of that logic right there. You understand me? They don't want to think like what? Amen. They don't want to learn how to control and rule their mind. They want to learn how to control and just tap into their feelings. They don't want to think like a man. You said amen. Amen. What we said in the prayer. Amen. Like, amen. Amen. You understand me? Amen. So, once you understand what you're seeing and what's going on, what the, how many, and I ain't gonna get too deep with it. After I got deep with it. <laughs> but because there's, there's, there's a lot more to, to go into when you study that. The Honorable, or no, Master Art of Muhammad. He talked about, he said there's 17 million original people plus the 2 million Native Americans. He said that represents the 19 million rusty locks. Oh man, what's that rusty lock? It's all of that lost found potential that we see out every day. Man not being able to tap into what? His mind. Not being able to control his mind. Not being able to take thoughts, right? And then give birth. 
what we talking about? We got what? When you look in the universe, you got the sun. Then around it, you have the nine, right? The nine planets. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's the feminine. You understand me? So you have to understand that all things act in cosmic order. You dig? And you have to understand that people talk about astrology and astronomy. They're saying that there's different cycles where there's feminine that pulls. You understand me? But you have to be like the sun. You're not getting pulled by the planets. You're pulling them into your orbit. You dig? This is your one. This is your nine. They follow you. You don't follow them. You don't follow your emotions. No, that's your power right there. But what we're dealing with is this particular society don't know how to give birth to nothing. So they rusty locked minds. So how do you unlock those minds? You need what key? Ooh, what's that key? Key, key. Key or energy. Yang. Right? It's the same thing. Key or key or chi. Right? Or key to unlock. You understand me? Once you unlock that mind, you can never be set to a place where you can be oppressed again because now you know. You understand me? Now I got control. I got knowledge yourself. So then you start to become so powerful because now you have the ability to say be and it is. Meaning I say be and it is. I give birth. You understand me? Now I don't procrastinate. Now I live in the now. Not tomorrow, not next, not next week, not maybe, not a little bit later. I only know now, right? So what we have to do, you understand me, is get back to the divine order. See, when we good with our woman, that's the divine order right there. You understand me? We, we good right here. Ain't nothing out of order, nothing out of orbit. That's so why. we can't let them try to rule us. You understand me? All we have to do is get back to the mind of God. When you go into the Bible, into the Quran, into all of them, they gonna talk about that 19. The Quran says it's 19 over it. You understand me? Now I ain't gonna get too deep on that. So, but I just wanted you to all, when you look at 444 or 333 or 222 or 111, it's called divine synchronicity. Each person is gonna take something different from it based on higher level consciousness or lower level consciousness. But I ask you a question. You know you got your little sperm. You hit that egg. Moment of conception. You understand me? First, this is thought. But thought does not act into motion, right? Now the motion is being attracted to the womb. And what happened after them nine months? You understand me? That thought spirals. And in that nine months, what happened? It gives birth. So we have been taken away because the thing called fecundity, you know, it's talking about how many little sperms you got in there working going to that egg. What's fecundity? Fecundity is how many sperms you got going to that egg. The ones that's working, trying to give life. But it's not just here. You have fecundity in your mind, how many ideas that you have. You understand me? So remember, they had you enslaved, stealing your ideas. And you was over there making as many babies, having all the ideas. So they said that no, a slave can't patent an idea. 
You understand me? They were so cold that they said, wait a minute. There was one slave master. It was a, a brother who created a, um, he created a, a cotton picker. You understand me? Where, where it made it a little easy. Yeah, not the cotton gym, but it was a variation of it. So his, his master tried to go patent it, but they said, no, you can't patent nothing made by a Negro because they ain't consider him to be a human being. But he starts selling it anyway. And the devil was so cold that he said, see, and, and he was happily said it was made by a Negro. Because what he said was, see, that this is proof. That y'all said that slavery derose their mind. Said, no, this is made by a Negro right here. Slavery ain't doing nothing to their mind. They still innovate. The devil used technology so cold that he stole something from us and then he used it as proof to the fact that slavery was still humane. You understand me? <laughs> so you have to understand the machinations of who you're dealing with. And ever since then, what we're dealing with in the industry now, his ability to control the bodies. You understand me? As long as he has power over this 19, he can control the world. So the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said the Million Man March, you understand me, in 1995, he opened it up with the secrets of the number 19, saying that when that one is next to that nine, there's something to be uncovered. And he said, when you look at these statues, they're 19 feet high, representing the 16 and the third president. He said, what'd that come down to, 19? He was trying to give you the secret. When he had two million black men, he had the whole world in front of him. He was trying to give you the secret that it's your body. It's your mind that powers everything. There's no computers, there's no computer chips, no street lights, no nothing. He built this world using you. Now you have to learn how to use yourself. to give you all this glamour in this world to get you to put your, your spirit into, to give your soul to, that you would never see that the wealth is within, right? So how do we as, you know, these men that stand on what we stand on, how do we communicate to the brothers and sisters? Just let them know that being on this direction that we're talking about, it's how you get to the world. That's the easy B. That's the easy part. That's what I'm telling you. When your mind works, you don't lie. I'm talking about when it's in proper order of function, you don't lie. Mm. You understand me? See, 
We don't make money because we be lying. Okay. You understand? Man, that tell the truth, you're going to make some money. So, all right, boom. When you have an idea, this is the problem when we live in the future and we live in tomorrows and all these lazy lands. You dig? When I started the ability, because I've always been a hustler, I always knew how to draw a dollar out of the universe and bring it into my pocket. You understand me? But where it came from, I remember seeing this man that was homeless at 24th Street in Oakland, California. I used to see him every day. He used to be collecting cans. And so I used to ask him, what you, go, what, you, what you collecting all the cans for? What you doing? He said, oh, I'm saving up. I want to buy a car. You understand me? I used to see him every single day for months and months and months. Every single day. Same thing. Brother had the most positive spirit ever. You understand me? From day one, when he had the first thought, he said, I want a car. He had, he had something he wanted to bring into reality. He had this car. It was a station wagon. It wasn't a great car. Right? But he had this thought. Then what he did was he went to work. <laughs> you did? He applied energy to the thought. Because let me tell you, let's say the, let's say the car costs $1,000. Now, <laughs> what do you have to do to get that $1,000? It's a simple arithmetic. If, if I make a dollar per day, it's going to take me a thousand days to get that. That's simple. Now, I want to cut that down. I don't want a thousand yeah. days. That's three years before I get my damn car. Oh, we, I don't know if you so, saw it. Oh, 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 oh. You've seen that little baby uh, documentary. I see it. But, well, I watched it and he was like, well, why would I go into rapping if I'm in the streets and I'm getting, if I'm getting uh, 10 bands, 15 bands right now? Right. Why would I go to do a show five hours when I uh, to go do that show and get paid three bands? when I could be getting 15000 on this. Yeah, because you're thinking limited and you're not a master of time. Mm -hmm. When you're a master of time and you're not worrying about hoarding things because you think I'm going to die tomorrow, mm -hmm. then that's different. See, a man doesn't build wealth with the idea that I'm going to die tomorrow. Mm -hmm. He builds wealth with the idea that I'm going to enjoy tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You understand me? It's different. See, we talking about surviving. They talking about thriving. That's why you got to get to a different combination of thought. So. He got this thousand dollars he want to make. I look at the arithmetic of anything that I want to produce. So now, if you want to 10 that's something, you got to do 10 times more. It's really simple, right? So now he want to get there. He said, well, if I make $2 per day, I need to go get twice as many cans and now I got to go turn them in. So now I got to increase my workload, right? So now I can get that half the amount of time, right? Well, boom, it's still not going to be enough. Right. So what does he do? A man has his ability to increase labor, which is physical, right? Which means that he is limited by his physical labor that he can produce. Mm -hmm. So what man started to do, he got horses, now he got horsepower. Now I can go further, more effective, because the horse is going to be more efficient than anything, right? Then, shit, we got the information age, we went from horsepower, we went from printing press, we went from the steam engine, now we at the time of the internet. You start thinking. Yeah, but look though, so he wanna get this thousand dollars, now that bum that I seen, or the homeless man that I seen, every single day I seen him accumulate cans, every single day to one day, I seen the brother, and he was outside the apartment building, and he had a station wagon. So I see all of his work transform into his desires. 
You understand me? Because he had no other purpose for his movement, his thoughts, his ideas, other than putting energy to match the vibration of what he needed to do. So when you talk about matching a vibration, it's all about arithmetic. So that means that I look at it as that's a thousand hertz that I need to reach. You understand me? I simplify it, right? Thousand hertz, that's one hertz per day. So boom, in order to reach that a thousand hertz, it's gonna take me a thousand days in order to get there. Now, if you wanna be more effective, it's about the means in which you do things, right? So therefore, we now live in what? The internet age. You dig? The internet age allows you to be more effective than any other man at any other point in time in history. Right, because we got the horsepower, we got the steam press, we got every innovation that men ever came up with in one. Now, hold on, all you need is mind power. What's a hertz? Frequency. You can go leave that at frequency, that's it. They want to they get all that stuff out. They want to deal with that. But what all I'm saying is, if, 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 if your teeth are yellow and you want to get them white, you understand me? and you brush it once per day, maybe you need to brush it three times per day, you'll get there quicker. You understand me? I don't know what the frequency of your white teeth is, <laughs> but it's gonna be based upon your consistency because what you do frequently becomes your frequency. So if you got a habit of not making money and you keep doing the same things, then that frequency is gonna continue to produce the same reality. So what you gotta do, you dig? What do you do? You have to increase means. How do you increase means? Through access. How do you do that? Through education. Boom. So now, I use what I know to make money. You dig? See, the homeless man that I seen, all he knew how to make money off of was by taking physical labor, taking the cans, going back up to the recycling center, getting him a check, holding on to it. You understand me? And then wait until he saved up enough. But if he have an education and then he have more means and access, now he has a phone. Now he can take that education and his, his, his knowledge and now he can utilize that to, to, to uh, do some affiliate marketing, to create some content, to sell an ebook. you understand me? To do all these sorts of matters and things because the money be screaming. It's so much money screaming. You, you gotta not listen to the money to stay broke today. It is, you have to be a master of procrastination to stay broke today. Money be like, yo, it's crypto. Yo, it's Forex. Yo, it's algorithmic trading. Yo, they got blockchain. Yo, they got DeFi. Yo, they got trucks. Yo, they got books, physical, e-books. Yo, you can make a course. Yo, you can sell art. Money be screaming. Money ain't screaming at people at this point in time in no way ever. It ain't about the ways to make money. It's about your mind power. Your ability to be able to choose and say being it is. If you have a strong mind, you can take the first, whatever you hear first, boom. I'm gonna take that and make some money. I like that one. You understand me? What that does is not only increase that, increase your experience, right? So, your education is what you put in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Your ability to learn. Your experience is how you use what you learn. But then you gotta increase what? Your exposure. Your exposure increase the size of your mind. See, when you go around, now your dimension of thought of how you wanna use things is different. I see one man use that information like this. I see another man use it like this. See, in China, they use it like this. Once, it's the same thing as light that reaches in the universe. Once light reaches parts of the universe, it never contracts again. It just continues to expand and expand. So now, you've been exposed. Now you have to fill in this mind. Now your mind is like, what's going to satisfy me? 
I need more things to do. So a man that wants to grow, he has to expose himself so that his mind stays hungry. You understand me? So you have education, experience, exposure, execution. Ooh, boy, this the most, this the part where people don't want to get to. Man, they get all of this education, exposure, they hear the knowledge, but the execution is terrible. Man, they got the greatest thoughts on the planet Earth, but they don't know how to synchronize and order these thoughts and to bring them into reality, right? So execution is giving birth to the idea. And the reason it is is because you have not mastered your emotions. Oh, you all have been your feelings. Well, I don't feel like doing it. Now imagine if you as a sperm, I don't feel like going to the head. You know what I'm saying? It ain't about your feelings. As a man, it is not about what we feel. As Pop says, it's about what we think. We think, then do. That's the thinking man. You see that statue man standing like this? That's the thinking man. He thinks as soon as he's done thinking, he gets up and he starts moving. So, your education, your experience, your exposure, your execution, and your mastery of your emotions will qualify you to produce things into reality. So that means that any information you get, any knowledge that you learn, now you have a way to use it. See, if I can get your mind right, it's 80, well, I, I say 80% mindset, it's really 81, and it's 19% skill set. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's 19% skill set. If you have the right mindset, you can master any skill set. The skills is what's gonna pay the bills. You dig, every single man here can sit down, talk to a phone, all his ideas out, then he can get that transcripted, then he can get that same thing uh, uh, um, uh, edited, he can take that same edit, he went right over there to the publishing house, they can take that and they can get it put out within three, four days. He got a product, he's become what? He has a title, he's become an author. Now he has a way to make money. He can take that same thing and he can go create a podcast with it. Now he got content that's making money. Maybe it only makes a dollar a day. Well, now he needs to go make a thousand more pieces that's making a thousand a day and he's making a thousand dollars a day. We got all of these systems and machines on how man can utilize his mind and his creative substance. The problem is not the what, it's the why. Most men can't get to why. See, we get to the who, what, when, where, but we always missing out on the why. When you have a reason for everything that you do, then there is logic and purpose to everything that you do, so you will not make any moves that is not aligned with your logic and your reason and your purpose. So I won't even speak to somebody that ain't got shit to do with my vision. You understand me? Like I always say, don't even laugh out loud if you ain't laughing out loud. That's a lie to Everything you do should be truthful. So next time you speak, you bonded by your word. So if you say you're gonna do something, it's be and it is. But we know how to lie so well to ourselves. We say be and it never comes. So we wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow never happens. It's an infinite amount of tomorrows until you're in the grave with no accomplishments. So it's not a problem of you know, this information not being valuable, it's you not having the type of mind that has a vision and a why. You sitting down here learning this information and how you're going to apply it and why you're going to apply it. So, 
this has been a beautiful cipher. I want to thank my brother Steve, you understand me, who I've been knowing since we was on the porch, you understand me, in, in St. Louis, hitting the streets. I want to thank my father, who I've been knowing since I was a little sperm going to my mother's egg, you understand me, getting birthed into reality. I want to thank Jack Hella Classic, who has given us the distinguished verbal poetic waxing that he did when he was here in this cypher. I want to thank my brother Quay, one third of the BWO, that's the Block World Order if you want to learn skills. And then I want to thank my musical, okay, one half of my musical brother, because he a musical brother too, Bashir Ampu, the one who is the creator of this rap tee. And this Black Guy Cypher has been sponsored by Hip Hop Tee Limeade. Make sure y'all tap in, man. I hope that y'all took something from this. I know that this one was uh, different. But I want you to think about what would your life have been if you had these kind of ciphers in it. I'm going to let my father end it up. say what's so important for the black nation today is to get back that desire to be on top. Get back that desire to be where we were created to be. Back in position to control our environment. Because if you take the heat off of emotion, that means you in motion. I Elijah Muhammad said that to me, come what? All of those education, experience, and all of those things come to execute. See, the problem that we have is we need to separate. But once we separate, that develop a different desire within all of us, where we won't be so dependent for someone else provide everything for us that we should be providing for ourselves, period. That's the problem. We too integrated into another man's house. So that took away a lot of desire for, uh, we don't have to do nothing but go to the store. If you got a couple of dollars, get your loaf of bread or get you a chicken, or get you some vegetables. So we don't have to decide to be producers at all, just consumers. Even when we get money, what brothers gonna do? They go to Hollywood, buy $23 million matches. You understand what I'm saying? They got three people in the family. What do I need all of that for? To have status? in a dying world that don't mean no good to me or you or anybody else with all this sport and play. Brother got all this money. I'm talking to these brother a little bit. Y'all got all this paper. But all I see you doing is sitting on a higher level in the white man's house. And you reach back every now and then because it looks good on TV or social media and lift someone up just a little bit instead of setting up a conglomerate and pulling out resources and say, this is my mission. My mission is not to be a star in Hollywood. It's just a means 
to accomplish my mission that was given to me by the Creator Himself from the bottom to the top. Take over time. That's our mission. Take over time. The other like Muhammad say, take back our planet. It's ours. Don't we have that desire to take back? Somebody take something along you, you want to go get it back. You understand? By any means necessary. But the white man that took our planet and killed that desire in us. You understand? To take back what belongs to us. Why? Well, we got this fear of the devil. But we kill our brothers and our sisters openly. And I want to say this about man. See, man is whole and complete. We have everything in us. You understand? We, are, we, we talk about one side of the masculine element, but we got the X and Y chromosome in us. Loving, kind, tender. You understand what I'm saying? That's man as well. So we should be decided to take our planet back. You know why? Because it's the will of Allah. It's the will of the Bob D. That's what he's here for. You understand what I'm saying? But the Lord be sitting in this white man's house. You understand? And lost all that desire to take back what's ours. Then what's the use of living? To be honest about it, because we ain't living. We are dying. We are dying nation of people. Just go outside and take a look around. Our people are dying. I mean, our people are literally being destroyed in front of our eyes. Just go out, just go out and just take a look for a minute and look at our people's condition. And we have the ability to change all of that. We got great young men growing up under the teaching of the Honorable Humble Last Muhammad. I'm going to say this. You know, I'm, I'm very grateful and very proud of all my family and all the young men that's the sisters that's affiliated with the family because I, I done turned seven years old, brothers. But I'm good. But now I see the world differently because I can see myself. I see myself. You understand? When I look at my grandbabies, I see myself. You understand what I'm saying? That's from those two beings, that one and that nine, as 19 key say, come together and produce all of this. You understand? All praying due to a lot. But we of this world, but we're really not a part of this at all. Because we want a complete change. And that's all I want to say. Separation is what we got to go now. And you see, once we get about the white man house, you see all of that God-given ability come out and we have changed the whole planet Earth. Because we can't see it because we stuck in the white man house. He look for all that talent and we snatch it and take it to corporate America. Suppose we brought all that back home. We'd be on top overnight. Bring all those atoms together, more powerful than the atomic bomb. We can move the whole damn planet without the damn sun. All praise due to Allah. All praise due to Allah. Peace. This has been a high-level cipher. Make sure y'all tap in for the next high-level conversations. Peace. People focus a lot.
People focus a lot on nutrition body-wise. You know, I'm gonna feed this particular system of the body, I'm gonna feed that system. Very rarely do people speak about the mind. Very rarely do people speak about the brain. The brain needs the most energy, right? The brain is uh, needed to process. The brain is needed to, you know, compartmentalize. The brain is needed for so many things, you know, but we don't know what brain food looks like, you know? We know that the body's electrical and what I understand about gold is not only is it super conductive, but it's non-corrosive and it's a noble element. So they say that if I am what I eat, I want to be noble. You know what I'm saying? I want to be of the highest degree. And I also want to focus on mental health. I want to focus on gut health. I want to focus on energy. I want to focus on youth. I want to focus on, uh, you know, accessing uh, pineal activity, hormonal balance, everything that gold represents is what I want to see more of. So what better thing to do but align myself with this particular product and get it out to as many people as I can by singing the praise of gold, which is something that our people have been doing for over 10,000 years. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 